Welcome to this episode of the Greenville Oaks Message Broadcast. The Greenville Oaks Church of Christ seeks all who need Jesus and together are becoming His fully devoted followers, encouraging and equipping people to love God, love people, and serve others in an ever-growing way of life. Find out more about Greenville Oaks or connect with us online at greenvilleoaks.org. As always, we ask that you subscribe to, rate, and review our podcast. It makes it easier for others to find us. And now, on to this week's message with student minister Wes Raspberry. Well, good morning again. Uh, like I mentioned before, today is a special Sunday. Uh, and it's, it's kind of extra special for me. Today, is, uh, today has parts and elements that are my favorite of any Sunday throughout the whole year. Um, it's not that I don't appreciate a good sermon. It's not that I don't love worship. It's not that I uh, don't like taking communion each Sunday. Um, but today is special because today is our senior Sunday, like I mentioned. And today we get to share the stage with some of our graduating seniors. We get to hear from them. We get to have them speak and teach us in our service. And I love that piece. I love getting to hear from their hearts, getting to hear from them about how this place has helped prepare them for the next steps in their journey. But today is particularly special, like I mentioned uh, a little bit earlier. Today is particularly special because this same group of seniors that we're highlighting today is the very same group that Kylie and I started with whenever we came here six years ago. This is the group that were those small, shy, little seventh grade students. And now they're these tall, (laughs) grown uh, men and women. And so I'm excited to celebrate them today. I'm excited to recognize them and honor them. But this group holds a special place in our hearts. It's not that we didn't love any of the other groups previous to this year. That's not what I want to say. But we have a special bond with this group. So I've titled this sermon, Bittersweet Symphony. And if you aren't familiar with that title, it's a song by The Verve that that was popular years ago. Uh, But it talks about how life can hold two opposite and different emotions in tension with each other. Life can be incredibly exciting and also incredibly boring at the same time. Uh, life Life can be really rewarding or fulfilling and also really hard at the same time. Or today, what I'm feeling, life can be very exciting or also, and also, very sad at the same time. While we're excited to celebrate them and and honor them today, I'm sad because this group is special to me. So it's a bittersweet symphony for me this morning as we're celebrating this group. And I'm not even one of their parents, right? We're also starting a series today. Uh, It's a three-part series. Today is week one of three called Next. And this is a series that we're going to focus on over the next couple weeks that highlights and focuses on families and the next generation. And today it makes sense to kick it off because these seniors are looking ahead to the next steps in their life, the next phase of what they're going to do. But I also want to remind us, church, of our dedication to these seniors, to these students and their families. You see, in a couple weeks, we're going to have family dedication where uh, young families will stand on this stage and with their babies, we dedicate as a church, as a family, as a community, we dedicate to them 
We commit to them to walk alongside them throughout their life. And so this is in some ways a culmination, I guess you could say, but I don't think it's the end of that journey. I would challenge us today, church, and remind us of the fact that we have more work to do as they, even as they go on into whatever's next, whether that's in this area or physically distant from here, we have a commitment to them that we are obliged to uphold. So I want to remind us of that commitment today. One of my favorite verses about family is from Deuteronomy 6, uh, 4 through 9. It's also referred to as the Shema. It's probably a familiar text to you, but let me just read it. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them to your foreheads. Write them on your door frames and uh, door frames of your houses and on your gates. You see, we have a responsibility, an obligation, a commitment, a privilege to walk alongside. And I want to I draw special attention to the first address given here that the writer gives. It's not here, you individual families. It's here, O oh Israel. Here, you community of believers. Here, you church. We have this obligation, this responsibility to each of these students and to their families to walk alongside them, to continue to walk alongside them in whatever is next for them. And so my challenge today is for you, as we get to hear from some of our seniors, is to listen to their words. Listen to how we have done. (laughs) Listen to the job that we've done. Listen to the ways that we can continue to connect with them and walk alongside them, the ways that we continue to be in their corner for them and for their families. I'm going to pray uh, right now over our seniors, and then I'll invite uh, our seniors to come one right after the next. Let's pray together. God, thank you for today. Thank you for an opportunity to uh, gather, uh, to worship you, and also to, to honor our high school seniors. God, I pray today that you would pour through them the gift of preaching so that Christ would be formed in our hearts, in our minds, and in our lives. Thank you for all that you do. It's in your son's name that I pray. Amen. Thanks, Dad. Good morning, church. (laughs) For those of you that don't know me, my name is Jenna Looney, and I am the oldest child of Adam and Stacia Looney. This coming week, I will be graduating from Allen High School, and this fall, I will be attending Abilene Christian University to study child and family services. Wow, I truly can't believe that I am standing here in front of y'all this morning. When I look back at the past several years, I remember people telling me that my time in high school and youth group would fly right by, but I don't really think I understood the truth in that statement until now. This church has been a constant source of love and friendship in my life for the past 17 years. 
When my dad accepted the position as worship minister, I was just two months old. I have quite literally grown up here in this community. That makes it very difficult to put the appreciation that I have for this church family into words, but I'm going to try, so bear with me. From driving my car down the aisle at preschool graduation to small groups, LTC, children's musicals, working in the nursery and God's garden, day camp, Belize mission trips, back to school retreats, worship nights, and so much more, I've experienced a good amount of my life here. Many of my favorite memories were made here. Everyone that I have encountered over the past 17 years has had such an impact on me and my faith, and I know for a fact that I would not be where I am today without you guys. This past year especially, as I'm sure many of you can relate, there have been several moments where I struggled to see what God's plan was throughout all of this. Earlier this week, I was listening to a song, and there was this one line that really stuck out to me. It says, I lean not on my own understanding. My life is in the hands of the maker of heaven. I may not understand why this year happened the way that it did, but I have realized that I am not always supposed to. But what I do know is that we serve a God of abundant love and wisdom, and we are not expected to always understand his plan, but instead to trust in him and know that he is good. So keeping that in mind, when I really look back at everything that happened this past year, I see that I have grown in ways that I did not expect. I am so grateful to be able to say that throughout this time of growth and this season of change in my life, I have such a wonderful church family that I know will stick with me every step of the way. So as I am getting closer and closer to college, I want to say this. Thank you. Thank you for teaching me how to love, how to serve. Thank you, parents, for letting me love on your children. Thank you, children, for bringing a smile to my face every single Sunday morning. And a special thank you to Wes and Kylie and anyone who has volunteered with the youth group. Y'all are awesome. Also, if you are thinking about volunteering, please, please do. It really does mean so much to us. Finally, thank you, church, for being such an important part of my life all of these years. The people that I have met and the relationships I have built here are truly like no other. I am so beyond blessed to have grown up in this community, and no matter where these next few years take me, Greenville Oaks will forever hold a special place in my heart. Thank you. Good morning, church. I'm Priscilla Brown, and today I'll be sharing a piece of scripture with you. The passage is found in James chapter 1, verse 2 through 4. So if you like to flip to it or scroll to it, feel free to do so. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. This passage is so applicable to our senior year because we have all faced trials. But this year, we have faced a trial not only as seniors, but as a church. And that is Corona. Corona in itself is a virus, yes, but it has provided us seniors with the time to develop tools that we can use for a lifetime. 
tools to fellowship with one another during restrictions, tools to maintain and sustain a relationship with God without a building, and finally, tools to appreciate the little things. Although this year has been nothing but heartbreak for others, and I'm not gonna glaze over that fact, this, but it is in these tough times that our faith truly flourishes. And if God can get us out of these tough times, who says he can't do it again? Seniors, remember that God's plan is so much greater and better than our own desires. So whatever we have to go through, good or bad, remember that in the end, following God's plan will lead us into a better future. Thank you. Good morning. Yes. <laughs> a time that seemed like forever ago, I was standing on the stage and blessed as I transitioned from preschool to kindergarten. I remember feeling like the big kids I got to see at church. And here I am 12 years later, a big kid standing on the stage for the very last time. Greenville Oaks has been one of the biggest blessings in my life throughout these years, and I can't imagine my life without it. And I'm so lucky and thankful I don't have to. First, I'd like to thank my parents for not only raising me in the faith, but for bringing me to this home. I'd also like to thank my sisters, Jillian and Caitlin, who are the best at teaching me patience, and my forever friends. Greg Pirtle, Larry Fox, Keith Maloney, Colin Packer, everyone who was ever involved in the youth group, my second sets of parents from my small group growing up, and so many more. You have all taught me more than you will ever know, and I love you all so much. I'm not sure if many of you know, but we have the best youth minister in the state of Texas, Wes Raspberry, <laughs> and the best youth group in the world. These people are my family many of whom, most of them graduating with me today, I have grown up with since preschool here at Greenville Oaks. Through braces, my sassy phase, mistakes, and everything in between, these people have loved me constantly through it all, even when I made it hard for them. They've helped me grow into the woman I am today, and seeing how the Lord worked through them and writing my story is the biggest blessing. Luckily, I get to take three of them to college with me. Thank goodness, because I don't think I was ready to let go of them quite yet. For those of you that don't know me personally, I want to tell you a little bit about myself. I am the daughter of Greenville Oaks members Mark and Laura Mims, and the granddaughter of the famous Edwina Conaway. I am very outgoing, impulsively sarcastic, and a big people pleaser. These are all small bits and pieces about me, but the most important is my identity in Christ. I have learned so much throughout my life, most importantly, how great our God is and how much I need him. If you were to watch a movie of my life thus far, you would, need a, you would see a prominent theme of the Lord reminding me that he is all I will ever need, and as long as I have him, I have everything that I need. I am very much okay with that, because to rest in the hands that created the heavens is a great place to be. Through camps such as Camp Duran, Kadesh, and other retreats, I have made so many memories, and they have played a huge role in my faith that I have. I highly encourage anyone eligible to try them out and enter with an open heart and to look forward to see how the Lord will transform you. The ability to trust in the Lord is something I've learned to never take for granted. Knowing that my life is out of my hands is the greatest thing because the Creator knows me in and out, before and after, and more than I ever will, and He is leading me where I need to go. Sometimes I forget that and I think I know better, but we all know how that turns out. Thank goodness for grace, too. 
Being a graduate means being okay with the unknown, and my college decision was full of that. From sitting behind an SAT test, not knowing what the answer was, to many of them, to constantly saying I'm not sure when asked about my future plans, I was lost in the whirlwind of my senior year. My prayer throughout this entire process is that the Lord would guide me where he wanted me to go, and that he would make that known by clearly opening that door. It took a while, but that door flew open, and you are now looking at a proud ACU wildcat. <laughs> Sticking to that theme, I don't know what the future holds, but I do know who holds it, and that's all that I need. I am so excited to find out what he has planned. Thank you. <laughs> Now I have to follow up on that, so we'll see how this goes. Hello everyone. So I want to first start out by saying that I hear there's an opening for a preacher's role here at the church, so we'll see how this goes. Many of you may know me, but if you don't, my name's Keith Qualls. I'm a senior here at Greenville Oaks for about 13 more days, that is if everything goes to plan. I'm planning on attending ACU this fall in pursuit of a degree in vocational missions. For those of you who have been going here for a while, you might remember seeing me grow up through the years. Here's how you could probably spot me out in a crowd. I had crazy red hair that did not believe in the use of a comb or hairbrush, and I was doing one of three things. I was eating, either eating my world-class Fruit Loops from a Ziploc bag, playing on my leapfrog, or something that's still one of my favorite pastimes, sleeping. So, now that you all know who I am, I'll talk about why I'm really up here. I'm here to talk about how this church has impacted my life growing up. That's a pretty loaded question if you ask me, but I'll try to make this as quick as I can. Hearing both Keith Maloney and my grandpa's sermons growing up, I've learned that when I'm in y'all's shoes, I paid more attention to about the first five minutes. And given I've already taken up about half of that, I'll try to keep this short. I first want to begin by saying thank you. Thank you to all the amazing mentors and people that have helped me grow into the person I am today. From the volunteers in the nursery, treehouse, and in student ministry, thank you. I would also like to give a special thanks to Wes and Kylie for sticking it out with this crazy group of people that will be staying on the stage today. When Wes came to Greenville Oaks, we were his first class, and oh, I think I might have lasted a week. All jokes aside, this church has truly provided me so many amazing memories and community that will, without a doubt, last a lifetime. Whether it was getting baptized in this very room, running up and down these halls, chasing some crazy kids all summer long, climbing some mountains in Colorado, or getting to travel all the way to Belize to meet some pretty amazing people, I owe all my thanks to this church for allowing me these opportunities. Y'all provide my peers and I with so much spiritual wisdom and a model to us what it means to live out the life that God has called us to live. I'm so grateful to call Greenville Oaks home and to have grown up here. If there's one way I can put into words what exactly Greenville Oaks has done for my peers and I, it would be this. Not everyone will be going into ministry, but everyone will have a job of some sort, whether it be a doctor, engineer, nurse, interior designer, whatever it is, we can show the love of God to everyone we come in contact with. That is exactly what Greenville Oaks has taught me. I plan to leave this church and show other people the amazing and glorious God that pleased each and every one of us in this room this morning. 
With only 93 days until move-in, but who's counting? I know that I've made the most of my time here at Greenville Oaks. I'll continue to do so until I'm being called elsewhere. And that is all thanks to the people in this building. I truly hope to find a community in Abilene that is as loving and genuine as this church. With all that being said, I think my time is up, and I will now end by saying this concludes my application for the preacher's position. Thank you. Good morning, Greenville Oaks. I've always wanted to do that. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Ashlyn Wood. The first semester of this year, I took an online speech class through Laterno University, so I think I'm qualified to be up here. Anyway, like other graduating seniors, I grew up in the church. Over the years, I've loved going to VBS, uh, being in the Christmas musicals, the back school retreats, attending Sunday and Wednesday nights, weeks at Kadish, and playing games at Tuesday Lunch Club, just to name a few. I will miss the Sunday and Wednesday night worships when we would all sing our hearts out and I could feel God's presence in the room. I will also miss the late night or the surprise dance parties that would go late into the night at the back to school retreat. The back to school retreat was always the best way to wind down the summer. Talking about the theme for the summer and how it applies in a school setting shows that God was always with me no matter where I was. The back to school retreat is a place for us to open up to our peers in the youth group, and in my opinion, the best way to connect with your youth group is to be vulnerable with them. The first back to school retreat is always the best. Always the best. You're always. The first back to school retreat is always the best. You're finally with the big kids, and more importantly, I was with my older brother Joshua. However, my second favorite back to school retreat was probably my freshman year. I was finally with the big kids in high school, and I was with my brother who was old enough, old enough to drive us to the youth group events. Because everyone knows going to youth group in a 2001 Ford truck is better than your dad's Prius. <laughs> that also happened to be the year that Jenna Looney forgot her toothbrush, and every time I was in the bathroom, there was Jenna brushing her teeth with her finger. This youth group is like no other. I mean, what other youth group can you go to Six Flags with and watch your brother ride the Titan multiple times until he throws up? Sorry, Joshua. Nevertheless, Joshua was a light to this youth group, just like many others. This youth group is full of kind-hearted, God-loving teens. This youth group is full of people who want to include you and want you to be involved. This youth group is filled with, filled with pretty good mentors as well. I'll never find anyone better than the raspberries, the foxes, the tuckers, or the purtles. They have guided me and they have guided me in my spiritual journey, and I'm very thankful that God put them in my life. In the summers, Greenville Oaks always provides us with two amazing interns. They're close to our age, and we can talk to them about anything, whether it's our relationship with Christ or something that's going on outside the church. Interns like Warren, Lauren Wartheim, Riley Sturman, Sarah Kincaid, and many others have helped me grow in my faith. This past summer, we were in quarantine, and due to COVID, we didn't have Sunday morning services, and we couldn't go to youth group events on Sunday and Wednesday nights like we used to. Wes would check in on us and have Zoom meetings for the youth group, but it wasn't the same. I felt stuck. However, as Texas started to open up, we were able to have some youth group events. We had Sunday night worships worship in the parking lot, and Tuesday lunch club was outside. We had themes rather than playing games, but we were still able to be together. As we started to attend these in-person events, I felt my relationship with God begin to strengthen again. I didn't feel as stuck and alone anymore. 
Just being around the youth group gave me comfort, and that was freeing, to say the least. Greenville Oaks has played a special role in my life for the past 18 years and will always have a special place in my heart. Thank you. Hi, guys. So for those of y'all that don't know me, my name is Jensi Fuller, pretty new here. Um, But I'm going to read y'all a verse that has been my favorite for a long time. That verse is Galatians 1.10. Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. So this verse serves as a reminder for me that if we are living our lives according to the world, trying to please people, meeting a worldly standard, we are not living our lives in a way that glorifies God. I think that we as seniors need this reminder now more than ever as we start this next chapter of our lives. It doesn't matter if the world approves of us. What matters is are we living our lives the way that Jesus has called us to. And it's hard. We live in a broken world that places all the value on all the wrong things. But if we live our lives each day for Christ, we win the approval of God. And at the end of the day, what matters is what God thinks of us, not what the world thinks of us. Thank you. Howdy. For all those who don't know me, my name is Alicia Chacon, and I'm the daughter of Jose and Kelly Chacon. I'm sure many people have stood up on this stage and said these words, but they are true for me, so I'm going to say them. Greenwood Looks is in my church home for all of my life, and I would not be the person I am today without it. The church's ministry was always a blast, learning from Miss Marty and hanging out in the treehouse. However, I'm sure it was more of a blessing to my parents who could send me away to Sunday school so I wouldn't bother them during church. But hands down, the biggest blessing that I have received from this church would be the student ministry. When I say that this ministry shaped Elisa into Elisa, that is the whole truth. This group is giving me some of my best friends. Those friends aren't the kind that are flaky or inconsistent. They aren't fake or unauthentic. They are real, true gems of friends that will listen and give advice and grow with you. Community, it's a beautiful thing. One of the goals this church has for these kids is an idea called Sticky Faith. We learned a little bit about it in middle school, but it didn't really make sense until I got into high school and started thinking about college. The idea of Sticky Faith is that the lessons and ideas of faith that we learn here will stick with us when we are on our own. This is a daunting and hard task to fulfill, and if I'm being honest, sometimes it will fail. But sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it's Sunday mornings, Wednesday nights, and Sunday nights are enough. And when we don't have it in college, we go out and seek it out. Ever since I can remember, I have loved the human body. I have loved learning the structures and how it functions and why. Beware, I'm a nerd out a little bit on anatomy, so bear with me. The other day, I made a connection about faith. That faith is like bones. Bones are strong, and they have to be to support us. But they don't get strong on their own. Through calcium and other minerals, form the, they form the bone and make it tough. There is a disease can happen to some people called osteoporosis, which is a condition where tiny holes start to appear in the bones, and over time they create bigger holes. This weakens the bone to where it cannot support the body. When it comes to faith, as kids grow up, we start to learn the basics of faith. That Jesus was the Son of God, sacrificed for us, and that God is good and He loves us. Those truths are the minerals that build a strong foundation and hold us up in our walk with God. But the trials of life occur. We live in a fallen world. 
So when those challenges appear, when life fails you, tiny holes form and you question whether God is good, whether he actually loves you. With all those holes in your faith, it can be hard to stand up without falling. But like anything we go through, God does not leave us on the ground. He picks us up and brushes us off. Your brokenness is welcome here. Let us help you get back together. Let's read our Bible together. Let's talk about God together. Let's worship together. Let's heal and grow together. That is what this church has taught me. That's the biggest lesson I have learned. And it's a beautiful one if I do say so myself. Recently, my grandmother passed away from a horrible disease called Alzheimer's. My mom posted a tribute on Facebook to her and an invitation to her funeral. I was reading all the sweet comments for about five minutes, and many of them were people in this room. I just want to say thank you for hugging on my mom and taking care of her this past month. But not just for that, but for everything that, that y'all have done for us, every time that we've needed you and you've supported us. My hope is that I can find a church home and college station that is just as loving and supportive as this one. My last point that I want to hit before I end would be this. I'm talking to parents with young kids, or kids, if you're in the room, please listen up. Children's ministry is awesome. I love my time there because, like I said, they taught me the basis of my faith. However, student ministry is where we are able to grow into our faith and learn things about God that cannot be taught by others. Questions are common and doubts can occur. We are guided through those questions and doubts by people in the student ministry. The opportunities for community and leadership are endless. We would all love for you to experience what we did. I would not be on this stage right now if Wes hadn't had the confidence in me to let me lead a Wednesday night or a group of sixth graders. Youth group is a commitment, but I promise you that if you truly make it a priority, you will learn more about yourself, God, and others than you ever imagined possible. Thank you. Sorry, a lot to juggle today. Uh, we're now going to have a time where we're going to have all of our students come up uh, and we will uh, call their name. We'll share a little bit about um, what, uh, who they are and what their next step is. And we'll present them with a Bible as a gift and as a symbol of um, our commitment to them, our ongoing commitment to them as a community of faith. Um, there are some that are virtual, so not all of them will walk across uh, but we will make sure to get them their Bible as well. Um, and I would ask that you suspend applause in between so that we can applaud them at the very end of that time. So we'll have this time, and then I will uh, wrap us up after that. Priscilla Brown, daughter of James and Ramona Brown, graduating from McKinney Boyd High School, plans to attend Abilene Christian University to study kinesiology. Colin Campbell, son of Jimmy and Samantha Campbell, Graduating from McKinney High School, plans to attend either Lubbock Christian University or Abilene Christian University to study business and finance. Elisa Chacon, daughter of Jose and Kelly Chacon. Graduating from Allen High School, plans to attend Texas A&M University to study kinesiology. Catherine Davis, daughter of Brad and Anna Davis. Graduating from McKinney North High School, plans to attend the University of Texas at Austin to study sociology. Jincy Fuller, daughter of Sean and Rachel Fuller, graduating from homeschool, plans to attend Collin College, then the University of North Texas to study piano performance. Alexander Gardunio, son of Chrysler Gardunio, 
Graduating from Jesuit College Preparatory School, plans to attend the University of Texas at Tyler to study computer science. Jenna Looney, daughter of Adam and Stacia Looney, graduating from Allen High School, plans to attend Abilene Christian University to study child and family services. Liliana Mejia, daughter of Leo and Omega Mejia, graduating from homeschool, plans to attend the University of the Arts to study dance. Kristen Mims, daughter of Mark and Laura Mims, graduating from Heritage High School, plans to attend Abilene Christian University to study industrial and organizational psychology. Chris Morgan, son of Brian and Ina Morgan, graduating from Allen High School, plans to attend Collin College and land an internship. Lainey Mowry, daughter, daughter of Chris and Laura Mowry, graduating from Wiley High School, plans to attend Collin College for her basics. Keith Qualls, Russ, son of Russ and Marge Qualls, graduating from Lovejoy High School, plans to attend Abilene Christian University to study vocational missions. Garen Sanders, son of Jake and Lisa Sanders, graduating from Wiley High School, plans to attend the University of Oklahoma to study computer science. Ashlyn Wood, daughter of John and Stephanie Wood, graduating from Wiley East High School, plans to attend and play softball at Letourneau University to study nursing. As some of these seniors talked about, uh, sometimes it's scary to jump out into whatever is next. Sometimes there are fears of uncertainty and not having all the answers. Uh, and let me just say that's okay. Um, we all have been there before. I think we can all agree. And sometimes we still end up there, don't we? So even, even in the midst of all the fears and, and uncertainty that might be coming, um, we want you to know that that's okay. And we want you to know that, that we as a church are here for you. We're in your corner, and we will remain to be here for you. Um, just a reminder about myself, one of my challenges every time that I'm up here is to include uh, some rap lyrics. So here we go again. There's a song by John Bellion named Maybe IDK. And in it, he says these words. Although I guess if I knew tomorrow, I guess I wouldn't need faith. I guess if I never fell... I guess I wouldn't need grace. I guess if I knew his plans, I guess he wouldn't be God. So maybe, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know. But maybe that's okay. Seniors, my prayer for each of you is that you continue to rely on God. Put your faith and trust and hope in God. Because even if you don't have all the answers, if you rely on, on God, It'll be okay. It'll be okay. And church, may we remember our commitment, our community uh, commitment to these seniors and whatever next steps they have and to their families as well. May we look for ways to continue to be their people. Let me close with these words that Paul prayed over the Ephesians as kind of a benediction for us and over our senior class. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with 
uh, with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Go in peace today. Thank you for listening to this message from the Greenville Oaks Message Broadcast. We hope this message helps you to inspire people to follow Jesus because you're convinced, like we are, that following Jesus is the best way of life possible. We invite you to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. Discover more about the Greenville Oaks Church online at greenvilleoaks.org.